Having a conversation here um, about inflation and interest rates, and as you heard, uh, Bank of Canada deciding to leave the key interest rate alone for the month of October, so it stays 5% for now. But they did say, hey, it's for now. There is a potential to see rates go up yet again. Um, we'll take your calls. What do you think? Uh, where do you anticipate things might go? But I do want to have a quick conversation before we do that with Stuart Smythe, uh, who we've had on the air before. Um, the heads of Loblaws, Metro, Sobeys, Walmart Canada, Costco Canada, they're all being called back to Ottawa again. Um, this time, the country's MPs will be asking them what they're doing to stabilize food prices. They also have an assignment. They've been given by the government. Uh, they have to do a comprehensive report on their strategies, and that's due November 2nd. I don't know if you'll have Mark's doc for being late. Uh, that's next Thursday. I don't know about you, but I'm getting a little tired of this. This is at least the third time, maybe more, um, that we've gone through this exercise. The third time this production has been staged, and I do think it is a production that's being staged. To what end? Will this go anywhere? I think it might just be theater, but maybe I'm wrong. Let's chat with Stuart Smythe, Associate Professor of and an Industry-Funded Research Chair in Agri-Food Innovation at the University of Saskatchewan. Stuart, thanks for being here. I appreciate your time. My pleasure, Shag. Good morning. How do you feel about all of this? This, you know, hey, let's haul these CEOs onto the carpet in Ottawa and let the MPs grill them and then tell them to go fix things. Um, what's your take on what's been going on? Well, it certainly looks a little bit like tardy kids being sent to the principal's office every couple of weeks, but it, it's really not accomplishing anything. Um, the interesting thing I, I observed was that it was it was just over a year ago this week that uh, Loblaws announced their price freeze in 2022 on 1,500 in-store items for November, December, and January. And then it, it came out within a few days that the entire grocery industry freezes prices on as many products as they can for that three-month holiday period. So really, you know, the politicians in Ottawa certainly remember that this happened. So it looks like a lot of grandstanding to try and get some credit for something the industry is normally going to do. Gotcha. Okay. I, I'm glad to hear you say that because there's a key quote in the motion as this all became public in the statement that came out from Ottawa saying, quote, we as the people's representatives are doing our job. This is why we're doing this to show that we're doing our job, holding them to account and making sure the plans are actually going to do something. I mean, that's what it is. This is politics. Let's make it look like we're doing something have they accomplished anything i mean because like i said this has been going on for months Stuart. have we got anywhere no i've been trying to follow this as closely as i can and and the federal government has a lot of policy options that they could undertake that would contribute to stabilizing or reducing food prices yeah they seem to be really passing the the blame on to the the, re, the grocery retail ceos saying you know this is your problem you need to fix it and you know, if you were a vet, what what they're doing is they're examining the tip of the tail, and they're yeah. not looking at the dog to see what what's the problem with this with with the sector, right? And you know, the the federal government could look at things like reducing interprovincial trade barriers, where there's a shortage of of thousands of truck drivers in this country. They could in, better enable the, the the skilled foreign worker program or provide more resources for for training truck drivers. But you know, the government that at least from from what I've been able to see, is not indicating that they actually want to address the policy issues behind 
food prices and and the rise in food prices that they they want to be involved in the in the politics of looking like they're doing something exactly yeah and you know you mentioned that tip of the tail I, i've spoken with other people who say you know you're, you're looking at the final link of a chain that goes on a long way back and every single link in that chain plays a role in where we get to you're looking at the price tag on on the shelf and so many things go into it is there any work being done and things you're talking about i mean anywhere along the supply chain from farm to store anywhere in between are, or are they just going through this dog and pony show of hauling the ceos are are they actually working on some of those things you're talking about if they are shay they're certainly not putting out any press releases or or any kind of public information to say that because these these kind of policy initiatives require discussion and dialogue with people in the industry and and so those are typically announced so that you can have industry representatives in the room but i've i've not seen you know going back over the last two to four months not seen any announcements from the federal government saying we want to hold the a series of uh, cross-Canada discussions or dialogue events with industry in this area. Not seen any of that. So, so if they are doing it, they're they're not making that publicly acknowledgeable. Um, and you mentioned some of these things happen irrespective of the government's performance. Uh, and like you say, the, the price freezes that happened the last three months of the year, they always happen. We're also seeing food prices come down on their own because uh, you and I agree, all of this that's been happening in Ottawa really hasn't had any effect at all. Yet, we are seeing food inflation cool. So on its own, by it, its own you know, force and momentum, we are seeing it change without any government involvement, right? Yeah, and, and that, you know, prices will come down as consumer demand changes so as you know as we head towards christmas we should expect to see things that would sort of traditionally align with what we would buy for those holiday meals would we sh- there will be more demand for them so so we may see the a rise in the price of turkeys for example or or you know other things that are associated with with people's christmas meals or holiday meals um demand for other things will start to, to tail off a little bit. So you would expect to see those prices come down a little bit. And and, and that's how the market works. It Prices respond to, to demand. Uh, what's your anticipation for the rest of this year and into 2024? Are we going to see things continually, slowly, but surely get better? I think we'll see some gains in some areas, but the thing that concerns me is the value of the Canadian dollars fallen by three cents in the past two months. So as we move into the season when we've got less fresh Canadian produce and yeah. we import more from the States, you know, anything we save in the, within the, our Canadian system, a lot of that's going to be lost because we're going to be paying more to import those, pro, those, those fresh produce from the U.S. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's another link in that chain, right? I mean, we keep talking yeah. about the grocers, but yeah. there's so many things that, that go into it. Yeah, and it's it's not it's not just a within Canada solution, right? We're importing yeah. a lot of things out of the US, but we also import other, you know, other commodities from different parts of the world, right? When we've got fruit coming in from Asia and these kind of things and and with a shortage of truck drivers, that means containers are sitting in port in Vancouver for an extra two or three days. There's increased loss of those products so and then as consumers we pay for that increased loss yeah exactly as always great insight Stuart. thank you so much for your time for most of us crime is something we see on the news we never think it could happen to us until it does 
Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.